You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners, to the table at the back of St. James Coffee Shop in wonderful Rochester, Minnesota. Nick Medelsky here, the Listener Relationship Coordinator for Real Presence Radio here in southern Minnesota. And uh, was it last week? Uh, two weeks ago, I had the chance to go out and visit uh, the people in Montevideo, uh, Minnesota. And that was just a beautiful drive through New Ulm and Sleepy Eye and all, all those wonderful places. And the people in Montevideo are very supportive and very excited about Catholic Radio um, they've got a great signal out there, great FM signal, and it was just a delight to visit them and, and visit with Father Paul and bring him his uh, his donuts for the uh, Honor Our Fathers program. So uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to the wonderful people of Montevideo, Minnesota, and uh, thank them for their for their warm welcome, and I look forward to uh, planning broadcasts from there and visiting them again uh, sometime sooner than later. If you're just tuning in, again, welcome to Real Presence Live. Uh, before the break, we had some great conversations about Catholic schools and about social justice, and now we're we're moving on uh, again, getting that jump start on Catholic Schools Week. And we have Father Kyle Metzger, who's in studio, which might be confusing to some of you uh, listening out there because I'm in Rochester. Uh, Father is in uh, Fargo, but uh, we're both in a studio. Uh, so <laughs> interesting what technology way. can do, isn't it, Nick? Exactly. exactly. We sound like so. we're sitting next to each other and we're hundreds of miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, uh, Father. Um, can you tell our listeners who haven't heard you before? I know uh, you've, you've hosted before, so your voice is probably familiar to a lot of listeners. But for those who might not be familiar, could you just uh, introduce yourself? Absolutely. My name is Father Kyle Metzger. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo, North Dakota. I was ordained by Bishop Folda back in 2015. And um, my current assignment, I kind of uh, wear two hats. Um, I'll be switching them at the break, but uh, uh, I'm the principal of Shanley High School here in Fargo, North Dakota, Catholic School of uh, uh, 9th through 12th grade. We've got about 320 students. And so this is my first year as as principal, um, uh, and uh, we can talk a little bit about you know Catholic Schools Week, which is here starting up next week, which is a big week for all the Catholic schools out there. And then um, I also am the vocation director for the Diocese of Fargo, so that's the priest who's in charge of all of the the seminarian formation in a diocese. Yeah, and uh, I I have the chance uh, usually about once a month, although uh, not this month, to host with uh, Father Jason Kern uh, here in, who's the director of vocations here in the diocese of Winona, Rochester. So I know Father uh, Kern to, very well. He's a very good man. We get to talk about all the all the fun stuff uh, you guys get to do and uh, what what vocations is. But like you said, we'll we'll hold on till after the break to to dive into that portion of things. We'll let you wear your your principal hat for the time being. Um, what exciting things are coming up at Shanley uh, during Catholic Schools Week? We've been talking about Catholic Schools Week. I'm sure you've got lots of exciting events planned. We do. You know, Catholic Schools Week is always the first week of February every year, and it's really a big deal for Catholic schools. You know, we celebrate our identity. We celebrate our missions. Uh, celebrate, you know, everything that we're about. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, an alumnus of Catholic education, K-12, through and so I fondly remember as a student myself, Catholic Schools Week. There's a lot of 
fun and activities uh, usually that take place during these weeks, but also just kind of celebrating like who we are, our unique identity, our, our mission. And so uh, uh, it's a big deal for Catholic schools here, and it will start up on this coming Sunday. There, may, there are oftentimes uh, different announcements or testimonials that sometimes people will give uh, at the end of Mass. It uh, offers the opportunity to kind of promote, you know, the Catholic schools and uh, especially for young families who may be uh, considering this, this option for education. And then throughout the week, uh, different uh, uh, activities and stuff to, to celebrate uh, were there. So each school kind of takes a different approach to it. Um, and at Shanley, the, the, uh, the student council uh, has done a lot of the planning for it. And one thing we decided to do this year is each day to focus on gratitude for a different kind of group in our school. So, for example, on Monday, it's the memorial of St. John Bosco, who Mm -hmm. was a teacher himself. And so we decided that that day, it was going to be uh, a day in gratitude for our teachers. Mm. So uh, the PTO is going to have coffee and hot chocolate and stuff available for the teachers in the morning, have a nice meal for them during lunch. And then uh, the students are going to write a, a letter of gratitude to one of their elementary teachers. So we'll surprise some of their elementary teachers with, you know, the impact that they made uh, on them uh, years prior. And oftentimes, uh, teachers are very touched by that sort of thing. So Monday, oh, is, yeah. Monday is gratitude for our teachers, and then Tuesday is going to be gratitude for our priests. And so mm-hmm. uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give honor, we'll uh, uh, put together a spiritual de- uh, bouquet for the various pastors that send their students to the school. So that's what we're going to do on Tuesday. Wednesday is gratitude for our parents. It's the presentation in the temple that day. Mm. So we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll remember our parents. Thursday is going to be gratitude for our faith. And so a common thing uh, in Catholic Schools Week is to have a big grand mass with the bishop. And we're going to do that in Fargo on Thursday. Awesome. All, all of the Catholic schools in the Fargo area um, are going to send their students, and we're going to gather in the gymnasium at Shanley High School, and the bishop is going to have a mass you know, with over 1,000 students. I very wow. fondly remember that when I was a student, You know, just kind of the, the fervor, the electricity to see all the students in the, all the Catholic school students in the city gather for one big mass. So... That will be Thursday, gratitude for our faith. Friday is gratitude for our students. You know, so they, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun activities on that day. And then Saturday, I'm really excited about Saturday. We have what we call the Generations Dance. So um, it's a dance where the students bring their parents, even their grandparents. Ah. Now, the students will kind of say, like, this is, like, not something to look forward to, right? <laughs> Bringing your parents to a dance. But... We have done this dance for decades, and so uh, so the students bring their parents, sometimes even their grandparents, even like brothers or sisters. It's kind of a come one, come all for the so, family. So if you've been doing it for decades, do you now have like parents that had brought their parents? Yes, and I put myself in that category um, as a Shanley grad myself. And so wow. when I was advertising this in the newsletter for all the parents, I put the photographs from me when I was a senior in high school um, uh, with my mom and dad. And so uh, it, it was it was kind of comical for the students and the teachers to see their principal back when he was a high school student <laughs> attending the Generations Dance. Nice. So, uh, so we get a ton of people there. And uh, we play songs from, you know, the decades that the mm-hmm. parents were in high school. And uh, 
we do kind of the fun, fun types of things like the hokey pokey and the limbo and the chicken dance. It's, it's a, it's a fun dance. This, the kids will not, um, say that, but they really <laughs> do have a good time. <laughs> well, they can't admit it yet, but they I'm will sure not in, uh, admit it, but, but they do enjoy it. I'm sure then, uh, you know, uh, secretly to themselves and then a few years on, right? right. They can admit exactly. that it's a, it's exactly. a special experience. <laughs> um, if you're just joining us, uh, Nick Medelsky in Rochester, Father Kyle Metzger in Fargo, uh, talking about, uh, Catholic schools in the diocese of Fargo and about Shanley high school. Um, one other big thing is the Know Your Faith competition. How are you guys getting ready for that? I was hoping you were going to ask for it. I don't know what, what notes you have in front of you, but the Know Your Faith competition is, like, huge. It's just such a big deal in Catholic Schools Week. And this was started by the Diocese of Bismarck quite some time ago, maybe 15 years ago, and slowly we were brought in, and then Sacred Heart High School in East Grand Forks was brought in. So mm. what the note. What the Know Your Faith competition was the reality, like, we need to celebrate, like, you know, the, the amount that our students know and learn about the faith. Um, in schools, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on, on state competitions for athletics and, right. and, and for all these sorts of things. But, like, shouldn't we be more impressed with the, the, the faith and the piety and the, and the catechesis of our students? And so the Diocese of Bismarck quite wisely had their three Catholic schools come together every year during Catholic Schools Week and have kind of like a, a, a competition for how much they know. And so it's kind of like a Jeopardy type thing where there's a question asked, you got to give an answer. There's mm -hmm. different rounds. And so eventually Shanley was brought into that. So now it's four schools and now Sacred Heart is brought into it too. So we've got five schools and we always come together the Wednesday of Catholic Schools Week. Each school sends their three best students to act as the, the representatives. And so then we all come together. We've got five teams. Each team has f uh, their three best students. And we go through this, this competition. Between each round, it's an absolute ruckus. We have like games like <laughs> hula hoops and beach balls. Wow. And, you know, to, 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 to kind of uh, mix it up. But it's an, it's an absolute riot. And then at the end... The, the the winning school has this this gaudy trophy. It's probably five feet tall. Awesome. Uh, the, the Blessed Mother is a statue, like in the center nice. of it. And so you get to bring that then back to your school um, and keep it for the for the year. And I I say with with a bit of sinful pride, <laughs> Sh Shanley is the reigning champion. I, I ah. I'm going to throw that out to our listeners out in Bismarck and the Diocese of Crookston uh, that we are the defending champs. The the trophy is on display with probably like a perpetual light next to it. Not really, not really. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we're going to bring that uh, trophy, and Shanley is hosting it this year. So all the schools are going to come to Shanley next Wednesday, and we'll uh, we'll have the Know Your Faith State competition again. And, and what do you, you know, um, as a former uh, quiz bowl nerd uh, from high school, I appreciate the, the setup and how much fun it can be, but um, what, what do you hope students take away from an event like that? Like, know your faith. Obviously, it's a lot of fun, yeah. uh, but I'm sure there's a, you know, just like everything in Catholic education, right? You can have fun, but it's yeah. got a, a, what do you call that, didactic entertainment, I right. believe is the, uh, 
the formal term. Well, I, I think one big takeaway is that there's a lot of content to the faith. You know, there's mm. a lot of meat and potatoes there. And, and the questions, quite frankly, at the state competitions are quite good. They're, they're quite profound and quite deep. And so it's, it's, it's a reminder to the students that there's a lot of content to our faith and, and, the, and the history and, and the, the distinctions of moral theology. And all of those come out to say that, you know, you, 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 you have a lot that you learn in science class and you got great things that you're learning in English class. Well, my goodness, when you dive into the faith, which St. Thomas Aquinas famously said is the queen of the sciences, theology, the queen mm -hmm. of the sciences, there's a lot there. And it makes sense because the God of the sciences and the God of languages and the God of, of the arts is the God of our faith. It's one God. And so uh, right. those uh, uh, you take away that there's... There's a lot, there's a lot to, to learn about your faith. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. That's exciting to hear about. Um, Father Kyle Metzger on the phone, not on the phone, on the, the Comrex studio link um, in the studio in Fargo, uh, on air with me, uh, Nick Medelsky, broadcasting from Rochester, Minnesota. Maybe I'm making that more confusing than it needs to be. Um, I could just pretend that I've teleported up to Fargo, and, and that's how we're making these things work. Well, um, it's about time to take a break. We've got to take a break for, for Father, Father uh, Metzger for a costume change. Um, to uh, go to being the director of vocations. So stay tuned with us here on Real Presence Live this morning. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. There was a lady that was away from the church for 50 years, and by accident, she turned on the radio on, in her car one day, was flipping through the stations, started listening to Catholic radio, and began to realize what she's been missing, and mm. realized that she didn't really understand the faith she was born with, and she is now back in the church, and she is enthused about her faith after 50 years. Another lady said, you know, I had an abortion years ago. I would like to come onto your radio station, be interviewed sometime, and talk about it so that people would understand what abortion truly is. She did that after listening to one of the new radio stations that we've got. So, you know, when you hear reports like that, you say, where else could I spend my dollar to get that kind of results? And uh, uh, so it's, uh, it's a real blessing. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. 
You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying tuned, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky in Rochester, Father Kyle Metzger in Fargo, talking about Catholic schools before the break. And Catholic schools kind of naturally feed into talking about vocations. And that just happens to be the other hat that uh, Father Metzger wears. So, uh, Father, uh, there is an upcoming Vianney discernment retreat, uh, hopefully the name of St. John Vianney is familiar to our listeners, uh, but what is this discernment retreat? Uh, who's it for? What's it about? Uh, give us the details. Yeah, the Vianney discernment retreat, which we we hold in Valley City every year, the Diocese of Fargo does, and it's a it's a it's a brief weekend, a Friday evening to a Sunday afternoon for uh, for guys who are considering the priesthood, and that could be just kind of you know a curiosity about the priesthood or guys who are really planning on applying to uh, uh, to uh, to enter seminary formation. So we've got a spectrum there, but it's the opportunity to just kind of step away from your regular schedule, the busyness of school and athletics and, and jobs um, in order to really uh, very deeply, very concretely explore, you know, the question of, is this what the Lord is asking of me? So what, what I like to say to, uh, to guys who, uh, who I, I, I recommend that they come on the retreat is that you can think about the priesthood a lot, and you probably have thought about the priesthood a lot, but that is different from praying about it. And Absolutely. So, and so this retreat offers the opportunity to kind of pull away, as I said, and really like pray about that. There's a lot of opportunities uh, for prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, um, um, opportunities of quiet prayer and meditation. You're at a convent, so there's it's just a, an environment that is very conducive to prayer. So you've thought about the priesthood, but now let's pray about the priesthood. So that is kind of the big, um, the big uh, goal of what the Vianney Discernment Weekend is. So we invite guys... Um, maybe between the ages of 16 and 30, somewhere in there, um, um, who might be considering the priesthood. And I really liked what you said about the difference between thinking about the priesthood and praying about the priesthood. Could you talk a little bit more, draw that point out a little bit? Yeah. You know, young men, you know, as we said in the last segment, I'm the, I'm the, 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 the principal of Shanley High School. So you got a lot of guys who are you know, thinking about what am I going to do with my life? What is what do I do next year? You know, after your senior year, and quite frankly, guys have a lot of options. Um, and one of them, you know, for 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 uh, for every Catholic man is is that the Lord might be calling me to the priesthood. Um, but but the the answer to that question or the intuition in that question really should come up in prayer. Um, not just like this would be a, um, a, 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 a reasonable option, right? It has to be a prompting of the Lord that comes up in prayer. When I'm talking with, with a guy um, about the priesthood, that he might be interested in the priesthood, in that conversation, I always try to kind of ask leading questions about like, uh, where did this come from? Or, or what, what leads you to believe that the Lord wants you to be a priest? And really what I'm looking for is that it continues to come up in prayer. You know, I'll go to adoration and that will come up or I'll be reading scriptural passages and, you know, 
uh, the ones about the Lord following me or cast into the deep or be a fisher mm-hmm. of men resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when, when that's the case, that it's, it's rising in prayer, that is usually a very encouraging sign that this is really of the Lord's will and not just kind of the, uh, the desires, the human desires of the man himself. And so this provides a very concrete time for the man, really, if he hasn't before or if he is furthering it, to, to ask those questions in prayer, not just his own will. Yeah, and that that is very important to know that uh, a vocation, uh, just like the root of the word, right? It's a calling. It's not what uh, what I want, right? But where the what's that phrase? Where the where the needs of the world um, are met uh, by the the skills you can offer, and that's uh, really important. I really love the the way you say that. You know that it when it arises in prayer, because it's so easy to get stuck in. Like you said, high school. It's easy to think, well, okay, logically, what should I do with the rest of my life? But to take that time out to pray about it and what comes up in prayer is uh, just as important, right, as the more practical considerations. It is. And that is really, uh, the the aspect of prayer uh, is really the main focus um, of of the weekend. Now, adding to that, you know, we, we, we have many different angles, that being the main one. But also what we do is we have a, a number of the Fargo seminarians that um, come back from their seminaries to help out with the weekend. Um, to be there because uh, a one other additional obstacle that many men have in discerning the priesthood is they oftentimes feel like uh, like they're not quite sure if they would like quote unquote fit in you know right. they haven't they have an image of the priesthood and oftentimes that image is simply the personality of their pastor right and uh, and if if their personality is different or, or or things like that they think well I don't know if I could be a priest because I'm not like Father Smith, right? And yep. so, and so, exposing discerners to other seminarians and uh, exposing them to a wide variety of priests really shows like the diversity of the call. Like God calls many different people. The apostles were really an eclectic group of guys, right. but oftentimes discerners don't recognize that. So we bring the seminarians back, and you know they're into sports and they're into music and 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 they're into uh, different activities and they've you know uh, they they are uh, the the discerners are able to identify with the seminarians a little bit better uh, speak their language maybe at times and so that can be very encouraging to the discerners to say hey you know these guys are kind of cool I kind of fit in with these guys maybe maybe seminary wouldn't be such a stretch maybe the priesthood really is mm. a possibility for me. So there's there's some of that natural consolation that right. can come through the discernment weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Like you said, it's easy, um, especially, you know, in more, more rural dioceses um, and more rural spots to always know, well, this was Father so-and-so for the last eight years, and that's really the only priest I've had any sort of interaction with, and I'm not like him. Nothing wrong with him, but right. we're just different people. And so it can be hard to picture uh, yourself as a priest or, you know, any other sort of vocation because you think, well, you know, that that's not me because I'm not like you're that right. one that one person, that one yeah. priest that I know. And right. so because of that, there's like this internal tension in the discerner that he really feels that the Lord wants him to do this. Um, but there's this other tension of, 
but I don't want to, you know, like I wouldn't yeah. fit in. And so, so there's this, this tension that the Lord is calling me to a life of suffering. <laughs> now, certainly every vocation has its element of suffering. Right. It's not the vocation as vocation is suffering, right? Right. Like right. there's a joy in there. And so, so to help alleviate that tension, to, to show the guy like, you know, like the Lord isn't inviting you to a life of suffering. Like he said, I've come that you might have life and may have it more abundantly. And mm-hmm. so giving them really an accurate view of the vocation and an accurate view of the calling and an accurate view of the presbyterate and the brotherhood and the fraternity there will alleviate that tension that is is actually um, an inaccurate tension. It's a, It's due to a misperception of what the Lord is calling them to. So we've talked about this discernment retreat. Uh, what other resources are there available, um, especially for the Diocese of Fargo, uh, for uh, people who might be dis- discerning a religious vocation, a, a vocation of service to the church? Yeah, different dioceses, you know, kind of have different events and and retreats and opportunities to help young people who are discerning. One thing that we do here in the Diocese of Fargo, but this is very common, many dioceses do this sort of thing. You can look, uh, uh, contact your own vocation director about it. But oftentimes there's uh, like dinners that uh, uh, that the bishop will hold uh, for young people who are discerning. We do uh, we do some for for young men who are discerning the priesthood, and also we call them Miriam dinners for young women who are mm. discerning religious life and bringing religious professed sisters to those dinners as well. But it's kind of a, a low commitment, um, um, just a few hours, and uh, and kind of the incentive of you know a nice dinner with the bishop or a nice dinner right. with, with the religious sisters. And right. so at those dinners, um, we usually begin with prayer, evening prayer, so that they can be exposed to the liturgy of the hours. And then um, during that dinner, the priests or the religious will share their vocation stories, and you try to get like a diversity of stories to see how the Lord calls different people who had different experiences and were had had different interests, but the Lord calls many people from many different uh, from many different states of life, so they can see like, okay, well, I thought all priests did this and then did this and then right. they entered seminary, and they can see, oh, like. They were all in different situations, so maybe right. the Lord is calling me, even though my experience doesn't match up with my pastors. Right? Yeah, I've met, uh, I've been blessed to know priests who, you know, went to the 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 uh, the minor seminary, right, all the way through seminary. I've known other ones that were electrical engineers uh, before they heard the calling, and other ones that were, you know, nurses for twenty, thirty years, and then decided that hey, I, I feel the call to the priesthood. So it really is. An eclectic group of guys, like you said about the apostles, right? Right, right. And that like makes sense to us as adults, like obviously, but <laughs> right. uh, but but for a teenager, you know, a seventeen year old who really is, you know, focused on kind of like wanting to fit in and fit the mold, yep. oftentimes they they don't recognize that 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 reality. Right. Well it's it's great to have opportunities like that, like this discernment weekend and like you said, those those dinners that are hosted to give a, a, a broader perspective, like you said, of the lived experience um, and the differences, right, between how how it might it might be the same vocation in a way, but it's lived out differently by different people. So yeah. that's that's exciting stuff. I would uh, say th- maybe one additional thing here uh, that's important, especially if we have any you know listeners out there. Um, one commonality, however, you know, we spoke about the diversity of the call, but one commonality. Um, 
is 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 prayer and most often prayer before the blessed sacrament there's something about eucharistic adoration that really is conducive to a vocation of the priesthood or to a religious life. So if we have any young people out there or any parents, you know, what can I do to help my son? Um, It seems that you get them before the blessed sacrament and the Lord takes care of what the Lord needs to take care of. So any time that you can spend in front of the blessed sacrament is always going to be a very um, provident time for a, a young, a young discerner. Right, and and just like we heard Mary say uh, two weekends ago in the gospel, I think it was, do whatever he tells you, right? So just get them to that point in adoration, and uh, and the Lord is is good at pointing pointing people in directions as long as someone's heart is open. Exactly, exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us this morning, Father Metzger. A lot of exciting stuff with both your hats going on. So uh, thanks for joining us on air, and it's uh, I'm good to hear your voice again on Real Presence Live. Thank you, Nick. Good to be with you. All right, and stick with us through the break. We've got a very exciting RCIA uh, story of conversion coming up uh, from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Radio Network.